Millennials versus the world. Go get you a woman, stop messing with girls. We tryna enhance, we tryna advance. Society got you all stuck in a trance. Like zombies when y'all walk. Killing men's about to whip out the chalk. Now let's sit down, have a little talk. Podcast game, we got it on lock. Millennials versus the world. 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 What up, what up, what up, man? We got the Millennials vs. the World podcast popping off. It's your boy K.Mims. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm looking at something beautiful. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, nah, man, the only spot you get authenticity and entertainment. We got a lot of stuff on the books today, man. We got the Gail King. We got the Meek Mills and Nicki Minaj. I want to know, Britt, do you think Snoop Dogg was wrong for calling her B-I-T-C-H? I do. I agree too. But first of all, let's start there, man. Gail King, man. This episode is called "Live by Your Words," man. We living by words in twenty twenty. Well, most of cash, dude. You can't just be all in the vibe right here, bro. So, uh, live by your words, man. We 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 on one twenty twenty. We're gonna start with Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj, man. First and foremost, I think Nicki is by far when she first came out. I think she still may be the all time. She's top three female rappers. Maybe t- maybe number one, but that's that's to be debated. First of all, I thought she was retired. Second of all, she loves drama. Third of all, why didn't why didn't Meek Mill respond? He lost when he said something, because he made it. In my opinion, he made it seem true. So. I think the whole thing with Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill is going back and forth. First of all, they both got boy. They, second of all, I shouldn't say first. I already said that. They both have boyfriends and girlfriends or husbands and fiancés or whatever they are, baby mamas and all that. They both look dumb arguing with each other about their past when they with somebody else. They just make it seem like you care. And B, again, Meek Mill's made it seem somewhat true when he decided to respond and try. I get he was trying to defend himself, but, like, if you ain't do it, you ain't do it. Ain't no need to sit there and talk about all that in front of everybody. And I think um, – I'm gonna steal this from you, Brett. I think Nicki Minaj does find a way to make to you know to cause drama or to cause a scene right before she drops something. Like the whole Rosa Park line may not be like I don't know. I think we live in times where things is not as sensitive as they like. We're not sensitive about things like that. Like I don't think the generation out now is gonna care that she said that about Rosa Parks. So the line I don't agree with it. Lil Wayne did the same thing with the Emmett Till thing. The line really wasn't for. Uh, I don't think it's for our generation anymore. That sounds crazy, but I think she's making music for here and now. And here and now, people don't care about uh Emmett Till and Rosa Parks and all those great people. But anyway, I think the whole thing was dumb. He shouldn't have said anything back. It goes to show that, like, no matter what, people are gonna try to put dirt in your name and try to make themselves relevant or try to bring you down no matter what happens in the situation so stay out of it. he shouldn't have responded she was whack for that them having spouses and arguing about it was the dumbest thing in the world and so we're not even going to really dive deep into that now gail king ah man gail king gail king gail king was she out of pocket yes was snoop dog wrong for calling her b-i-t-c-h yes 
it was almost deserved, but I don't believe in calling women that, so he shouldn't have said that. Now, the whole comment of bringing, back, bringing up Kobe's past, the weakest part of it all is like, first of all, you hang with somebody that's been, that's on trial now. Not in 2003, or that's been accused now. One of your one of your people's you break bread with is on trial now, and you up here trying to bring us something from 2003. If he was alive, it never would have came up. It never would have been about that. You never would have tried to put dirt on that dude's name. You never would have even cared about if it was true or not. You would have never cared about the, the case. You would have never cared about any of that. And the fact that you try to bring it back after this man died is dumb. Now, I have a bigger issue than her bringing it up. I think Lisa Leslie handled it well. I think Lisa Leslie said what she needed to say. I think um, I think she defended her friend and his, and his legacy. It was super weak for her to try to bring in somebody. It was super weak for her to try to bring in that when everybody still grieved. Let me backtrack. I think it is so dumb how everybody want to have an opinion about like I hate these like give your family that same energy like y'all out here talking about Kobe like y'all knew him and why is why is it that you know we don't give that same energy towards this that and the third that's cool I get that I'm not saying it's not true but why when you when somebody impacts your life it doesn't matter what how or when you met this person or all how you know them how you feel about them people feel how they feel whether it's an nba star a family member a friend an old teacher an old co-worker like the dude impacted a whole people a whole bunch of people's life now does it now the fact that his life was always in the middle of the camera and he was an nba player for 20 years does that have something to do with it yeah but if that's what you watch and that's some one of the main one of your main sources of entertainment and this person has been at the pinnacle of that entertainment or that for for that long of course you're going to feel away of course you're going to feel that you know what i'm saying you're going to grieve over that and he impacted many people's lives so we need to be off this wave of like oh well i don't know i ain't even know him like that now some people don't feel away they they're sad in that somebody lost their life like that but they're not you know not about the kobe part of it which is cool like okay great like you don't have to feel away me personally i think it's deeper than that like this man woke up that morning going through the motion and I mean, I shouldn't say go through the motion. He woke up that morning doing what he does, being there for his family, being a father, being a husband. And, you know, unfortunately, he didn't make it back home that day. I think, like, you, it's just like you never know when you need to actually, uh, you never know where you're going to go. So treat every day, every hour, every minute, every week, every month as if, you know, you don't know that you're going to go and, like, give people the roses where they can still smell them. Uh, I was listening to everybody, you know, make stories and they were saying like, I wish I'd reach back out because the last time we talked was his retirement or the last time we talked was when he won the Grammy or different things or, or Oscars. Oscar, I'm sorry. When he won the Oscar. Um, so when everybody was saying that, it made you realize like, yeah, you wish you reach out more, but don't tell people who they can and cannot grieve about. I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. But she should. You said what? I said, or, how to or how to grieve. I agree with that, too. And like, so people take from it what they want. Now, uh, I think that we owe it to ourselves to continue on and, you know, in the NBA world, show their love for him. Because he was honestly in the NBA longer than he almost damn near half his life. It was He just got to the point where he wasn't. No, I think he was still in the NBA more than half his life. But anyway, 
that was dumb. You shouldn't have brought that up on TV. And I don't, I don't feel bad for her. I don't think people should be threatening her and stuff like that. But I don't feel bad that she's catching the heat that she's catching. And secondly, the thing I got a problem with us is, yeah, we want to trade Gail King. We got all the good, funny memes and all that stuff. But, like, why ain't we blackballed TMZ for the way they put this man's death out there, not even concerned about the family. It was just about the first person to report it. Like, why ain't we go ham on them? Like, why ain't we? Why didn't every black person in America unfollow TMZ or stop supporting them? Because we care about the news, and the, I don't want to say the the nosy side of us, but we care about getting the news and the information quick. But like, she was wrong. But TMZ did something that was crazy too. But we're not even giving them the same type of energy that we giving this. Like people have said what they wanted to say, but we're not really going yay hard like we going on her. There was a partition that now now what have you heard? I agree. They we did put the the partition they go around, but how 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 like when's the last time you heard about that? Like there's more steps that you could take if that doesn't get signed to take some power away from TMZ. Do you not agree on that? Mm-hmm. Like I don't follow TMZ on social media, but obviously like you know when the shade room of ball alert said something from TMZ, like what do you think the feeling would be? If that's how his family found out about his death. Like, no, that's craziness. Like, we should have went crazy and unfollowed them, stopped supporting them, stopped sharing their stuff, stopped going to their website, stopped doing all that. Because that, that's ruthless. At the very end of the day, I get we live in a doggy dog world. But we should not. We live in a doggy dog world. But, like, bro, got to be some sympathy somewhere for people. Like, I just don't I just don't agree with this. I just don't agree with this. I don't agree with that at all. Lastly, so that's my feelings on that. Lastly, let's talk about ghosts for a second. I, that's impromptu. We want to talk about ghosts, Britt? I would say this, man. I watched the last scene like, well, I'm going to put spoiler alert in the description, but it's too late if you hear me say it because I'm already talking about it. I watched his son shoot him like three times. I already saw it like two weeks ago on the leak episode. Then I wanted to see it on my the big screen, which is my TV again. It was a good episode. I think, first and foremost, I think 50 Cent actually ended it without question marks, which was good. All the main people, you know what happened. Tasha went to jail. Ghost died. Tariq went to college. Bless you. Tariq went to college. Uh, Tommy going to California. Uh, Sax got his job back. Dre, Dre died. Who else were we concerned about? Two bit in prison. He wasn't a main character though. He was like a support character. Uh, uh, Rashad Tate. He got. On, he went on. He went on his campaign. Hey, he didn't even care that Ghost died, but that's cool. Rashad Tate went on his campaign. I think. Shout out to the. I don't know if it's Fifty Cent, but I think that was a hell of a move putting uh Lorenz tapes in there. Lorenz tape in there as a character, as a main character. That was a good move. Um, um, I feel like if they was gonna do a spinoff, I would actually watch Tariq. I will watch Tariq spinoff. Like, I think that's going to be, I think that's something they should explore, but I think they're going to go back because at the end, then they show like when Tommy and, and Angela and uh, Ghost was in high school. Don't nobody care about that. Like, don't go backwards. Do something new or go explore a side that we never saw. Like, don't, don't like go back. I hate when people do that. Nobody wants to see no prequel. But anyway, I'm an unpopular opinion coming at minute of. Don't hate on Angela and Ghost. They loved each other. 
I don't want to look at it neither, but I think it will give more context to the show, but I just don't think they should go backwards. I think I'm going to be super real with you. I would I really wouldn't even have been mad if this wasn't the end and they followed everybody's story. You see what I'm saying? Like, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. At, this is what I'm here to talk about. If you, if I, when I look at it, Ghost got what was coming to him. Like, that's why we calling this episode Live By Your Word. Ghost, Ghost got exactly what he was coming to him. And I didn't even realize at the end how much of his, until the end, how much his son is just like him. Like, he ain't care about nobody. He, I think he cared about his mom, but his number one thing was like, it's me, 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 me. He acted accordingly and it happened like that. So, Go the, the the ghost dying was sad because he finally got out the game. This is the thing that I don't think people like about ghosts. Was he shicey sometimes? Yes. I think he still had the people around him best interest in mind. And I know people are not going to agree with me, but if you think about it, every time he moved, every time he moved and did what he wanted to do, like it ain't it wasn't really a bad end goal that he wanted it's just not what we wanted if you think about everything he's done when was it like the time he took out all the um when he took out all the uh i think that was season two when he took out all the the, the cartel people that he was fighting with that wasn't bad taking out canaan wasn't bad the only thing that was grimy when he made tommy kill his own father i get it but he was doing that selfishly his son i feel like it's time to say it i'm gonna say it i feel like tasha's the reason Tariq turned against ghosts I think she hated him so. I tell me I'm lying. No. Yeah. Everything. Okay. Okay. Was some was was some of it his fault? Yes. But certain things to re. You remember when she was like start accepting him for who he is and started treating him like he was an adult and he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Like like okay okay. I ain't talking about acting out. I'm talking about hating ghosts. That's what I'm saying. It, all that started so you didn't hear him say, you didn't hear him say, you didn't hear him say before he killed him when he was like, you was going to turn. He wasn't about to turn them in like she told him. He, he they was in, they was, they were shopping. Remember when they were selling they condo, right? And he, him and Tasha was having a conversation. Now, like, granted, we know all the stuff that happened before that. Him and Tasha was having a conversation. And when they was having a conversation, what happened was, uh, when they were having a conversation, they was exchanging words. He he told her that he knew that um she killed Lakeisha. Can you pass me that cup, that red cup? He said he told her they killed uh, Lakeisha. He also said he also said uh the thing about turning Tariq in. He also said how he could help them when they got to Albany, right? And then Tasha went home and told Tariq that he was going to turn him in. For Ray Ray's murder and her in for Lakeisha. He never said that. You know, girls would do that. I'm saying Tyreek went on the path that he went on because of his dad. I don't dis I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that point. Because he was mad at what was happening. Okay. I'm, put that on Tasha I'm not putting that part on Tasha. What I'm saying is this was Ghost responsible for his son going on that path? Yes. But I don't think Tariq at the beginning was going to kill his dad. Like when he went down that path. There were certain things that he was conversations he was a part of that he shouldn't have been a part of. And towards the end, 
he was yeah he was stepping in adults world but like it was no longer about keeping him in a child's place well he was far gone when he started messing with Kane, so okay respect but i'm saying all this to say this when he died when he was about to shoot him and he was like and he was saying the facts all of those weren't facts why he was about to kill him the only thing when he was like you in the way of my future the way um breeze was in the way of yours that was a fact when he said he was going to turn him in when he said he was going when Pat when um Tariq said Ghost was going to turn him in for uh Ray Ray that wasn't a fact when he said he was going to turn Tasha in no he asked him to turn himself in he didn't say he was going to turn him in when he said when he said that he was going to uh, turn Tasha in for uh bless you for uh Lakeisha that was not true he did not say that but anyway Ghost got what was coming to him. It, it just goes by, you got to live by a word. And the funniest thing is, his mind changed because he went to jail for something he didn't do. Remember, he said he would go to jail for the rap before he actually went to jail for that Greg Knox thing. But that's why we talking about living by a word, bro. So a lot of times in this, in this world, in 2020, a lot of people don't like to live by their word. You feel me? So what we doing all 2020 with the hashtag... Is we making jokers live and die by their word, word. Not literally die, but like stop putting stuff in the atmosphere that you ain't going that you really ain't about. So everybody wanna put off put off all this um energy and make all these uh bold statements and say all these things that as if people are living and dying based off what they say. However, we live in an era where people like to say what they want. And then when it's time to retract it, let's retract it. Oh, I didn't mean that. Instead of they standing by their word. See, that goes into the last episode when we were talking about those emotions and 24-hour rules and all that. So, um, to end the ghost the ghost segment on my on, on the podcast, Ghost got what was coming to him. The, the only person up there that deserves well now Tommy was Tommy was Tommy was cold hearted, cold blooded. I don't know if Tommy deserves good things, but he was the most consistent person. Uh oh, I got a question for you, Britt. Do you think Tasha should have went to jail? I don't like what she did at the end. To the to the other guy. Yeah, like that was. If you think about it, if she wouldn't have did it, that lapse of judgment because she didn't think that one all the way. But if she if she would have never done it, they would have never tied. They would it would have been over with. Exactly. She shouldn't have done that. Oh, you know what's crazy that I didn't think about? Tommy wasn't gonna say nothing. Tommy was gone. Tommy went to Cali. He wasn't gonna say anything. And Tarika and already Tarika got sex. Already got sex. So I don't know why she did that. That was a lapse in judgment, which led to her butt in prison. Like so. I mean, I hate that she went out like that, but she shouldn't have done it. I don't know why she didn't think old dude was gonna talk. Like I don't know. That yeah, was a it was. Like I just shook my head. She she actually got herself put in jail. Smarter than that. Like why would she do? Yeah, I think I, but you know what? Tariq didn't tell her, didn't tell her what he told Sax though. He didn't say that he took care of it, so she didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? Well, no, nah, maybe that was before that. I don't know, but I think everybody essentially got like Tariq's life is gonna be miserable. Like you killed your father and got your mom put in prison because essentially he. So I'm like, is he? I wonder if he's gonna be on like the right track now. Like the... Nah. He gonna get that. No, he's gonna get that money and go right back to the same lifestyle he was doing. Like you saw, you saw that at the end, Tariq James St. Patrick. 
He he is his dad. And if you think about it, if you think about, I wish Tommy would have shot him. Tariq, you remember when he shot Ghost and, he, and Tommy got Ghost and he came and looked back. He was about to. Ghost stopped him. You don't remember on Tommy's episode when he looked up and then on his last episode, Tariq looked over the rail and Tommy was about to shoot him and Ghost grabbed his hand and said, let him go. But um, Tariq is Ghost Junior 2.0. I think he's... I, He's not as smart as his dad. His is shiesty as his dad, man. His dad was smart. His dad, look, Britt, you don't even want to say he was smart. You don't even want to say, but he was smart. But uh, living by a word, man. Let's let's let's. Okay, that's enough about power and ghosts. You know, we in minute twenty. Living by a word, man. Living by a word in twenty twenty. So, uh, disclaimer here: if you do not want to hear authenticity and entertainment at the same time, you can go ahead. And click stop or log out of this. But what I'm trying to say to the crowd right now is this, man. Don't put nothing in the air. Or don't say things and put stuff on record that you can't live and die by. It's too many people out here. A, it's not even the person saying it's fault. It's the person around that person that they're saying it to. It's those people's fault. Because we allow people to say things and do things. And allow them to come back and not stand in what they say. And get the mud and get the dirt up off their name. It's like, oh, emotion was involved. I understand. And it goes back to that whole thing about you can't grow while holding on to your past. Sometimes people tell you things and show you things for you to get about get about your own way. So you going about your business and grow and live the way you're supposed to live. I think that people don't know how to manage their emotions. So they think when they they think when they get mad or sad or whatever emotion they feel, that's a pass to say and do what they want. And then when they revert, when they get calm, that's like, oh, that wasn't me. That was this person when they getting mad. That's like if if people decide to indulge in whatever they indulge in. If you become a different person when you indulge in your vices, like, are you still responsible for what you do and say when you're under the influence of your vices? I think yes, because if you are doing these things and you're, you're you know, acting out of control, you should be held accountable for letting yourself get in a state where you can't control it, control what you do or say. The one thing you'll realize in this life is that people really deflect more times than reflect. Like, so most of the time, people are not going to think about what made them say it, why they said it. They're just going to try to deflect what's going on and make you think it's you or make you feel like you did it or make you feel like, nah, I said that because of something you did. But in reality, they said how they felt. We won't accept it. And we sitting here trying to figure out why, when, what, what, what is it? Why, when, what, who, how? And the reality is move on. The biggest thing, the biggest learning curve that happened for me is that you cannot. Now, can people that's in your past grow with you in your future? Absolutely. But you as a person cannot grow if you're continuously holding on to the past. That may be an event. That may be trauma. That may be a person. That may be a relationship. That may be a habit. That may be uh, something. But right now, when people say and they do things, you got you to gotta make them live by that. And you got to live by your own code. So if you, if you have a code, which everybody should. Now, everybody code is different. But if you have a code and you live by that, you have to put your feet in the ground. Stay grounded. And do what you got to do to live by that code. Everybody, it's not for everybody to understand. We let outside influences 
get in our mind about how we should handle things. So when you let people tell you how you should handle it, just know that they're not going to be the person dealing with the repercussions of how you handled it. So they can tell you all day, but they telling you something that's not going to affect them when shit hit the fan. So when you out here living how you supposed to live and you living by the code you live by, you react the way you know how you want to react because you know how you're going to handle things. But the one thing you can't do is say you live by a code or say that there's things you will and won't accept, but you accept them on a case by case basis. So if this person do it, it's not cool. But if the next person do it, it is cool. Like I think about it, my wife, I'm using my wife for an example. Been with her going on 11 years, married for going on seven. She knows my code, not because I sat down and told it to her. She just knows what I live by. Any spat, any anything we've ever gotten into, she's never broken those rules of the code. As ha as I have not with her. So it's not cool that like the people that really bang I, and the people that really bang with me have neither, but I'm using my wife. She hasn't done it. So I ain't even got to rap with her about how I move because she don't break my code. Do we get into it? Every every person, you know, you get into it. Every uh, marriage, you get into it with your spouse. Cool. But there's still certain lines in the, in, in, the, in the sand we don't cross. She don't say nothing that she can't live or die by. I don't say nothing I can't live or die by. Do you have emotional moments? Yes, but y'all better get y'all some codes out here in 2020 or you going down the drain. Right now, the people that are around me and the people that are supposed to be around me, are exactly where they need to be and it ain't got nothing to do with uh the us trying to please each other us trying to oh let me do this so i'm cool with them no we live by damn near the same code we're authentic and we got each other's best interest in mind the hardest thing in life to accept is change but the one thing that's constant in life is change so like a lot of times when I'm rapping with my mentors or talking to people that's places that I want to go, some pieces of their story is the same. So like how they got there, they had to let go of something that they thought they needed. It's funny what we think we need until we go without it. So you think you need certain friendships, relationships, um, uh, habits, jobs, money. You think you need certain things until you put your focus on what you actually need and you're able to get out these places and stop and stop doing all the other things that really are just distractions and it's really not making you a better person like when you put energy into you becoming a better person and things around you automatically get better i can't come up i cannot become a better person without becoming a better husband i cannot become a better person without becoming a better professional i cannot become a better person without becoming a better well father to be i can't become a better person without uh like becoming a better brother a better uncle a better godfather a better uh you know a friend a better anything so if somebody has a problem with you getting better it may not be it may not you're not the problem if you're getting better and people around you are finding something wrong with it it's not you and if you dumb enough to sit there and try to find out something's wrong with you when you moving the way you're supposed to move you deserve to be in the position that you're in Somebody always going to have something to say, whether you go left, right, straight, doesn't matter. Somebody's always going to have an opinion, especially in the era of social media, especially when you constantly put your business everywhere. What I what I hate, what I don't understand is when it comes to like people saying stay out of their business. I don't think people understand when you click publish. 
that's allowing people to be in your business, is it not? So when you all on your social media and you click and publish and you saying everything you want to say, like don't tell somebody, to, don't tell somebody to stop contacting you, but you say prayers needed going through a rough time. And then you be like, like, what else do you think people going to do? You let them in the door. You want them to talk to you about your business. Like that's the world we live in. Like people don't live by what they say. Oh, I'm a very private person. And no, you may not be, <laughs> No, you may not be posting every day, but you in everybody else's business, but you private. So what you're saying is you don't put yourself out there. You just like knowing everybody else stuff. And that's not all the way the person fault that's looking at it. Dummies need to stop putting their business that they don't want known on social media. Once you click it, once you click publish, one screenshot has you messed up in the game and ain't nothing you can do to change that. So I don't understand how people get mad at others. For knowing all their business when they put it out there. And 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 let's let's on my last little. Let's think about this. How many of us are willing to let go of things that you know are hurting you? In order to get better. It's simple, but it ain't easy. Like, I use, like, yo, I have the worst eating habits in the world. I can say the worst eating habits in the world. I have some bad eating habits. It is so simple to say, like, you need to stop doing this. But it is not easy at all letting those things go. But that's like me eating healthy. And somebody have a problem where we eat now because we don't eat the same junk food. Like, that's equivalent to how people move. Like if my if me bettering myself makes you have an issue with me, I'm not the issue. You're the issue. But what do we do in this world? We'll give the person that has all the problems the power because people like finding people will have a problem for all your solutions, no matter which way you put it. So when you when I say live, when I say live and die by your word, you need to make sure. You in you may you need to make sure what you put into the world you can live by. You make sure when you when you die by those same words, it was you. It's not people changing how you how you think. It's not people changing how you move. It's not people dictating what you do. It's not people dictating how you think. Because at the very end of the day, you're going to be the person responsible for moving, and you're going to be the person responsible for moving, thinking, and reacting for you, or or maybe your family. So don't put yourself in a predicament thinking that you you beating the curb out. You know, you getting around the curb, you beating the, the, the crowd out thinking, oh, somebody told me this, so I'm going to try it. Don't do that. So 2020, man, we living and dying by our words out here, man. It's all about growth. It's all, it's growth season. Got some things cooking up right now. Excited to when it's time to share them. Um, February 29th, man, Benjamin Baker. Alligator pinstripes. Drops February 15th, man. He'll be on the show interviewing him here on Millennials vs. the World podcast, man. Y'all check it out. It's going to be super dope. Live and die by your words, man. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. We out.